So, hey y'all, Bless Kenya here. Welcome back to Refined in the Fire, Come Out Like Gold. And today is a very special day. I have a special guest all the way from Dallas, Texas, by way of New York. <laughs> um, someone that I've known for 25 plus years, a woman of God, a wonderful wife, a wonderful mother, a person that has the heart of God, the mind of Christ, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and someone that's a, a good friend to me. So I want to welcome you, Jay Lee, and just say hello to the people. Well, thank you. And thank you for that introduction. I mean, come on. Are we talking about the same person here? Or... <laughs> yes, girl, <laughs> you. <laughs> thank you for that. And I'm really glad to be here. So, hey, everyone. Yes. So that is her, Jay Lee. She is a beautiful woman. Uh, woman of God. So God had put on my heart earlier this week as I was spending time with him to, as you know, you guys know, um, this, this podcast is from the heart of God, from the mouth of God. And anything that I say is from, um, you know, the Lord's direction. So he put on my heart this week to speak about relationships with him. And the title of this is how to build a relationship with God. Mm. So Mm. we're going to just jump right into that. And I have this scripture, um, Psalm 27, 8. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. And that's just talking about um, conversation, first of all, um, personal relationship that um, David had um, with God. And God said to him, seek my face. And seeking someone's face is not what they can do for you but who they are so Mm. that's what david was seeking faith speaks of identity as well um Mm -hmm. and one thing i love about um god is once we tell him who he is he tells us who we are so Mm. um and that's why he said my heart said to you so david's heart is the core of him so he didn't say in his mind oh yeah i'll seek you because the word says to love the lord your god with all your heart your mind with all your strength with all your soul so he said my heart said to you your face lord i will seek um his and and that right there is powerful and i didn't even think about that so his heart the core of who he was was like i'm gonna seek who you are god i'm gonna seek your identity and even seek in itself i find that sometimes christians don't understand the word seek is not just Mm -hmm. looking you know, you look to you find, like you search, you de- dig. And um, one thing I love about Jay Lee, similar to me, she's a researcher. She seeks information. She seeks, she looks until she finds, she digs up, she uproots, you know, she's like, okay, what's the root of this? <laughs> yes. So, yeah, a bit of so an information junkie here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so seeking God is, is powerful in itself. It's not a microwave thing is not a one-time thing it's a continual thing and and seeking is honestly synonymous with relationship it's a continual thing seek so um so i just want to get into a few questions with jay lee and just a little conversation about how to build a relationship with god and you know seeking him as well based on the scripture so first jay lee um two-part question this is to you. Who is God to you? And um, no, who is God? Sorry. Mm-hmm. And okay. 
then who is he to you personally? So first, who is God? Well, I, I love this question. I think it's probably the most important question that people can ask. And it's actually the first question that I taught Trinity, uh, my daughter, when she was um, three years old. It oh, wow. was, who is God and who made you? And I and I think that was so relevant. And the response I always gave her was, God is the creator of everyone and everything. And I wanted her to know that her identity was rooted um, not in just who Trinity is, but it's rooted in the fact that um, it's rooted in God. Um, but um, I think everything hinges on this question that you just asked, because I believe if you don't know um, who God is, you don't know who you are, which is kind of what you mentioned a little earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in addition to that, if you don't know who you are, then you really don't know what your purpose is. So you find yourself going around in circles over and over again. Um, so, but back to the question, um, God obviously is the source of all life, all wisdom. Um, before there was anything, he existed. Um, he's the creator, ruler, and obviously the savior of humanity. Now I say that and people's like, oh, that's cliche. But in the world that we're living in, it's not cliche because um, when I say the simple thing like um, before there was anything he existed, we know that, but there's a lot of people out there and I know you've heard them. Well, they'll say things like, um, well, the universe um, Mm -hmm. wanted me to do this or, Mm -hmm. you know, the universe created me or the universe did this for me. Um, and then I always go back to, well, who created the universe? Right, come on. <laughs> because mm-hmm. the universe is um, not eternal. It had a starting point. And therefore, where did it begin or how did it begin? Right? So um, it's really not that simple. Um, so I always um, like to make sure, like, you know, explain it at its simplest form. God is the creator of everything and before anything was he was um and then for us obviously for us christians it's expressed um in the three persons um in one god expressed in three persons so we always have to bring it back to jesus and then i have to remember what john 14 6 says chapter 14 verse 6 says that i am the way the truth and the life and we hear this scripture all the time like it's very cliche in a lot of christian circles like jesus said i'm the way the truth and the life you know (laughs) um and it becomes thrown around but we're not we're not really digging into what jesus is saying where he's like i'm the way there is no other way right Mm -hmm. um i am the truth without me there is no truth and i'm the life without me there's only death you know what i'm yeah. saying wow. and when you really dig into that um that's a powerful statement that jesus made it was like no i'm not a way i'm the way you know mm-hmm. i'm not a truth and once again i think that's so relevant in the culture that we're living in because um i know you heard the expression well you live your truth 
and I'll live my truth. Right? Mm-hmm. You're laughing because mm-hmm. you know you heard that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got this culture that, you know, you live your truth and I live my truth. And Jesus is saying, I'm the truth. There is no a truth. Right? Um, and I always, I always um, question people that have that ideology because I'm like, okay, so if you're saying what I'm saying is true and um, if I'm saying what I'm saying is true and you're saying what you're saying is true, they both can't be true because they're different and they contradict, right? right? So there can't be more than one truth. There has to be one truth, right? And, um, you know, if I say the sky is blue, you say the sky is green, there's only one person that's right here. Right, right. (laughs) You know what I mean? So um, Jesus explicitly says, no, I'm the truth. Um, But yeah, what are your thoughts on that? Girl, you said it. I mean, that was a hope of faith. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, absolutely. And um, I like even in the uh, the early church, you know, it Mm -hmm. it wasn't even it wasn't even called Christianity. It was called the way. That's right. Um, and, yes. And they would say, like, are you part of the way? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, um, you know, the way of going against the grain and the way, you know, and that's that's what I think, one thing I love is is and I think we've lost touch with that, but God God is, you know, he's uh, one of my favorite names. He's Alpha and Omega, which is mm-hmm. the beginning and the end. He he and he only in the beginning and the end, meaning like the time that he creates is really just for us because he's an eternal God. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I love that, you know, he's everything in between. He's our help. He's our deliverer. He's, he's so much. Once you get to know him in that way, most people just know him, as you said, as savior first, but then there's so much, there's an un- endless, never ending, you know, just, um, how can I say it? Just depths and heights and you know and and just like space like wideness you know in him there's Mm -hmm. so much to him he has so many names he's Yahweh he's Yeshua HaMashiach he's Jehovah God he he's so much and a lot of people just know him as God and that's just the beginning of him Mm -hmm. you know yeah but um I just I just agree I just want to put a cherry on top of what you said because you said it (laughs) But yeah, yeah. Um, and and one thing I do love about him is um, as he is, uh, he who was and is and is to come. And you said that as well. And, and I love that about him because some people wonder like, oh, well, what is God? You know, God, yeah. He he's the one that created the heavens and earth for us. Like he already was before mm-hmm. us, before the earth. He existed already. He's self-existent. He he is, <laughs> you know, and that's, that's why right. I love um, that word be and, you know, just just verbs and just certain things where I just love the meaning of words because um, I am that I am. Who says that? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Who says that? Mm-hmm. And and that's when he was like uh, talking to Moses at the time. He was like, tell them, tell him I am that I am sent you. Mm. And I am that I am. If you research that, one of the meanings of I am that I am is it shall come to pass. Mm. so yeah and I was wow. like wow that's deep so God just Elohim I mean Adonai El Shaddai there's just so many 
depths, uh, never ending, unending depths to him, um, who he is, um, in, in himself, you know, just yeah. in himself. Yeah. So I just want to add a, a cherry with a stem on top of what you built because that was (laughs) that was that was good enough um but thank you so um and who is he to you personally oh man um so wow um I would say he's my life force Mm -hmm. I don't think I would be I don't know I can't even say I don't think I know I would not be able to survive without him um He's my father, and I think it took me a long time to really get that father part. I think we we look at God as creator. Um, We look at him as, you know, king, ruler. But to get that father part, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that takes some real uh, intimacy, you know? Um, My friend, (laughs) honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait. I just, I just, this is like, I have to say this real quick. So for those who don't know, intimacy is, I'll say it is more than sex. Yes. <laughs> intimacy does not mean physical. Um, mm-hmm. An acronym or, or something that God gave me is um, for the word intimacy is into, I-N-T-O, into me, M-E-C-S-E-E, meaning mm-hmm. seeing into God, seeing into a person that's what intimacy is like seeing deeper past the looks past the yes. mm, he's fine or she's fine or you know <laughs> going past that you know their character their heart their personality the who they are at their core um and and is it who they say they are <laughs> and all these things so intimacy is creating that deeper connection that mental connection that spiritual connection that soul connection that physical yes. honestly is last because these bodies are going to go anyway um, and but so many people focus on the physical, but it's actually the other way around. It's it's spirit first. So that's uh, for those who don't know, because some people are like yeah, intimacy, intimacy. Mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of people throw that word around, and yeah. even unfortunately, some of our brothers and sisters in Christ don't know what that looks like, lives like, smells like, tastes like. You know, old taste and see that the Lord is good. They don't. We don't know sometimes. We just yes. hear it. And we're like yeah, intimacy. <laughs> That's good. I just have to give that, that quick tidbit of what that means. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. That that that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good. I love that. Um and you I would say, friend. Yes, he's my friend. Um I would say he's the source of everything that's good in me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. I don't think goodness goodness is synonymous with who God is and anything mm-hmm. good in you is because God it's the God in you, you know, even if you don't acknowledge God, any good flows from God, you know? Mm-hmm. And so any good in me extends from God. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the honest truth. Um, wow. um, and then I want to say that God is my confidant. And I love that, that I can go to him and tell him anything without fear of judgment or rejection. He accepts me with open arms and I can pour out my heart to him and I can cry ugly tears and (laughs) (laughs) I can, you know, I can be who I am naked and unashamed before him and, and, you know, just come to him confidently. And I love that about him. 
but yeah 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 I, I love that um I wasn't going to answer I was just going to ask you questions but I just uh so God to me he he he's my help and I mean that in so many ways mm-hmm. um I believe there's a scripture that says like when when your mother and your father like forsake you you know God will in layman's terms take care of you yeah. and I, I had to live that because um even though my mother and father well my father's passed away now but even though they were alive at the time they weren't my help they didn't you know physically they were there and they did yes. the best that they could but you know I love that God saw me almost orphan like <laughs> and took yeah. me and and raised me and mm-hmm. identified me and like I was saying earlier when I told him who he was he told me who I was mm. and he called me um princess and I'm like me I grew, I grew up a tomboy <laughs> yeah same <laughs> I, I grew up rough and tough you know playing with boys I don't yeah. have no time for no jump rope <laughs> <laughs> and um he used to call me princess and and that was just a segue of letting me know you're, you're my baby you know you're my daughter you're I'm, I'm here for you in every facet um so that's the first thing that comes to my mind is is my help in so many ways so many ways um definitely as you said father you know um and you know I was actually thinking about this earlier mm-hmm. um sometimes <laughs> sometimes when you go to an event um the someone's bio like if there's a special guest a bio was read and they're like yeah. um and there's nothing wrong with giving accolades or honor to someone and I was telling God in my heart, I said, um, I, I, not that I can't get the honor, like, oh, you know, she's a chef, she's a this, she's a that. All I really want, all I really want is just to know that all I really, hold on. Okay, all I really um, need them to say is that she was a child of God. A daughter of the king. Amen. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that holds more weight than, mm-hmm. you know, prophet, this, pastor, whatever. And again, I, I give honor to that. I do. But that I think the first thing in my, my bio should be like, she knows Christ, <laughs> a yeah. daughter of the king. That itself is so weighty. Um, more than, you know, I, I do this and, and those stuff are cool, but the things that I do or my works is um coming from who I am so and I'm only you know a reflection of my father so yeah so Amen. I do claim now you know princess because my father's a king <laughs> Amen. that's so, right uh, yeah I so love he's that. Just, and in him being a father as a natural father but so much more he provides and he as you said confidant and you know I can come to him and be like daddy like that person said something and they hurt my feelings <laughs> yeah you know or like I'm mad or whatever it is like a, a young child I come to him like like a, a little girl and and he takes care of me as father and everything that comes with the weight of a father with the presence of a father like you know when daddy steps in the room it's like uh-oh <laughs> right exactly. watch out you know like don't let me call my dad on you so mm-hmm. you know he carries such weight and authority just in that so I that's that's definitely who he is um a, a portion of who he is to me Amen. so next question um and this was so interesting because the Holy Spirit highlighted this word to me and mm. I had to look it up so I want to ask you Jay how do you stir 
a relationship with God. And stir, when I looked in the concordance, um, I believe in Greek or Hebrew, don't quote me, please, just look it up yourselves. But mm-hmm. um, stir is, uh, when I looked it up in the concordance, is to arise, is to be fixed, okay. valid, proven, to be fulfilled, to persist, to be set, to be fixed, um, to build, establish, to make binding, carry out, give effect to, or stand. So in other words, it's like, how do you carry out a relationship with God? Or how do you rise in a relationship with God? Or how do you establish a relationship with God? How do you build one? How do you be fixed, make binding? How do you make valid or proven a relationship with God? How do you persist? And this is all the meanings of the word stir. Mm. Um, so how how do you, with all these um, synonyms, how do right. you do that? How do you stir a relationship with God? That's a lot of synonyms. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I only wrote down like um, 75%. It was so much more. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, I like to think of this in terms of what stirs my affection for God, right? Oh, love that. Um, because I feel like... Yes, stir up, stirring up a relationship with him is important, but in, I guess, in a more practical sense, how do I stir up my affection for him, right? Um, and I and I feel like it's cliche. It would be like, oh, I read my Bible, I spend time in prayer, and those things are important and they're sufficient, right, on its own. But I I also think um, that it's it's necessary to really dig deep and figure out what are those things that excite you Mm. um what are those things that like bring you joy and I had like for me I sing well you know this I sing (laughs) um and so for me it is anything that has to do with worship or singing automatically stirs my affection for God automatically Mm. um it does something to my heart um in a in a way that you know mere words um or reading or any other thing will not do there's just something mm-hmm. for me about like getting into that zone um singing songs to god or even listening to um you know worship songs i feel like that really stirs my affection for god and it 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 just puts me in this zone where i'm just like my heart is just full fledged open um, another thing I think you kind of hit on too um, was I love to study about um, the character and the attributes of God. For me, maybe that's a little nerdy. I don't know. <laughs> it's not. Um, but it seems like uh, for me, the more I learn about him, the more it makes me fall in love with him more. You know, like um I just start learning about like, you know, the intricate details of like quantum physics or like I start learning about, um, you know, how intricate the eyeball is or something like that. Or, (laughs) Mm -hmm. or I start to really pay attention to, um, just God's perfect design. Or even if I just learn about, um, for example, you know, God is loving and I'm like, okay, well, how is he loving? And then, you know, I think about um, John chapter 15, verse 13 to 16, where it says, greater love has no one than this, that someone would lay down his life for his friends, right? Mm-hmm. And just that alone stirs my affection 
because I start to ponder and study like, okay, so this love that God has um, for us, um, like you wouldn't, I mean, you love your friends, of course, and you, and you, you know, by the grace of God, you maybe you'll lay down your, your life for them, but um, maybe, big maybe, 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 <laughs> but big I maybe. Mean, even the scripture says, even while we were enemies, you know, Christ still died for us. You know what I mean? So when you just start to ponder on that love and one thing I like to do is just put myself, um, looking from God's perspective and I'm like, I don't, I can't love like that. <laughs> I can't do that, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I put myself in those places. I'm like, yeah, I can't love like that. That, that, that's only a love that God can have, you know? And it, once again, when I start to ponder and study and really, um, learn about God's character, um, it really stirs this affection in my heart. And I think that's going to look different for everybody too. You know what I mean? Like, I think people, um, some people it's them, um, helping or encouraging people. Maybe that is something that stirs their affection for God, you know? So... Wow, that's I love that. And um what it it actually just brings it back to into me see. You're seeing mm. into God. You're, yeah. you're you know, like you said, like when you there's a name about him or his love, you don't just look at it and be like, love, you know, God. You actually push to see more into this, see more into him, see more into his word. Intimacy. You're creating intimacy between you and him which is how you, you know, are fixed, are proven, are fulfilled, are established, how you literally arise. People say, oh, arise to the occasion. You do, because you mm. you purposely and practically and intentionally go mm. forward into seeing into God, more about him, you know, digging deeper into him. And one thing I love about God is he, he likes our curiosity, especially about him. Because yes. God is multi, multi-faceted. And once you see into him more, then he reveal mm-hmm. another piece about him. He'll reveal himself. You know, it's almost like opening up a, a robe, like, you know, showing a knee. Or he'll reveal himself more and more and more. The more you're curious, the more you see into him, the more you. Um, so I, I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Um, next. So this is how I got the question. <laughs> how to live. A relationship with him and um so I know that you are married to a wonderful husband and so how to live a relationship with God so meaning like your everyday life like how do you do it um and I'm like I said I know you're married so was it easier for you and you can give a testimony if you want or whatever at this part was it easier for you um living a relationship with God like your daily just relationship with him um that you were married or was it the other way around or did that help or was it the earthly relationship that helped you know you with God which one do you think and like what's a practical way to live you know in a relationship with God a daily thing like to do this every day wow um so I would say um it's like I don't know if I want to say 50 50 but I will say um, you definitely have advantages as a single person. Um, you have 
a um, lot more time. You don't have to divide it. Um, for me personally, I didn't have to divide it um, towards uh, a spouse. So it was easier to, um, you know, spend countless hours in prayer or like open my Bible. Um, so yeah, for the single people out there, do not do not despise that because those are the years that God is able to just do so much in you. So um, embrace that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, as getting married, it does make it a bit more challenging because you have to figure out uh, you're now dividing your time towards another person. And then when you add a child, but we could we get into that another mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. time. Um, you know, that does make it a little bit more challenging. So, um, yeah, I would say practically how I live that out is I try to um, include God in everything I do. Um, and I, for example, like I could be washing the dishes. I could be doing housework. I could be in the shower. I could be using the bathroom, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I find these little chunks of time during the day to spend time with God. And like I said, practically for me, I could be washing the dishes um, and I can be talking to God at the same time. No one, no one knows, but I'm talking Mm -hmm. to God at the same time. Um, Sometimes for me, as I said, my showers, the shower is my best friend, like, cause it's so quiet. I'm all alone. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, <laughs> and you're naked figuratively I'm and naked literally. God. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my time. A lot of the time that I spend with God in the shower, just talking to him and reflecting um, on him. Um, sometimes it's, you know, you know, walk, taking a walk and just talking to God. I mean, yeah, it makes it a bit more challenging, but there is a lot of practical ways that you can include God um, every day. And a lot of people think like, oh, you got to lock yourself in the room, you know, for, <laughs> you know, hours on end and spend time with God. And that's not necessarily true. You know, um, you just have to carve out little chunks um, um, during the day to just um talk to him you know it don't need to be a long exasperated prayer it just needs to be um heartfelt you know (laughs) absolutely um but yeah yeah absolutely i i love that um i love that um that you said that and i i myself had to learn how to do that because i had think i i think i had separated i was like you know church and then like my life and i had separated Mm -hmm. that um, yeah. And God had to show me as a dreamer and um, people who listen know that I was talking about I'm a dreamer. God had to show me in a dream. I was doing so many tasks in the dream and which each task I would hear very loudly pray, <laughs> you know, washing mm. the dishes, pray, driving, pray. I don't know, clipping my toenails just for, for example. <laughs> and I had, to, I had to learn how to, um, as I was sharing with you the other day, to consider God, to incorporate God, to consciously think about him because as you were saying earlier about you know being like loving him for though and being my friend um you're my friend and I think about you I think about my sons I think about my mom I I think about my friends my loved ones I think about them I wonder how they're doing I want to talk to them I want to connect with them I want to um please them as well as vice versa like I want to keep that connection and relationship with them so 
God, you know, it should be the same thing with him. And I think sometimes people separate him from that aspect of, um, and, and all of this is actually sequential, you know, who is God? Who is he to us? How do we start a relationship? How do we, you know, live it? All of this is sequential to building a relationship with God. Um, it really is kind of step by step. So in this step, you know, as Jelly was saying, just incorporate him more and the shout me too like I get the most revelation <laughs> in the shower yes because and I was sharing with a friend one time she's like oh she was kind of like forlorn about not spending time with God and I said girl how long do you take a shower she's like I don't know like 15 20 minutes I was like that's your time right there mm-hmm. I was like 15 minutes I was like spend five minutes um in thanksgiving and prayer I was like you could spend another five minutes in worship and you could spend another five minutes in um in your word and I was yeah. like 15 minutes right there. I was yeah. like, you couldn't even, and I do, I was like, you can even put a timer on for like five, five, five. And I was like, that's a very easy way to start. And sometimes, you know, our minds do go astray, but that's why the word says we have to cast down vain thoughts, imaginations, the high things that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. What's the knowledge of God? That he's our friend. <laughs> he's yeah. our father. He's concerned with what we're concerned with. He um, as we draw close, he draws close. As, as we draw near, he draws near, as the word says. So he wants us to draw near, but there's also precepts in the word like, you do, I do, you do, I do. And mm. sometimes we just think that God is going to automatically do it because, and sometimes he will, depending on the situation, but sometimes God is looking for that relationship, which is a two-way street. Like we have to reciprocate. He gave his son, I mean, he gave his life he gives us freely gives us so well it actually was bought at a price but you know what i mean he gives Mm -hmm. us so much and just my last point i i was thinking about this a few months ago and i said um you know as far as living a relationship with god and i was just like you know i i even myself like there's days i'm just like oh i don't i don't want to (laughs) you know because i just want to do my own thing but i think about it like this and this grounds me Jesus came, he died for us. He gave us his life and we can't return that back to him. So I I live in analogies. So, you know, mm-hmm. we've all seen the movie where, um, you know, uh, someone's crossing the street and then someone snatches them from the car that was about to mow them down and kill them. Mm-hmm. And the, the person whose life got saved was like, oh my gosh, I thank you so much. I'm indebted to you. What can I do for you? And usually the other person's like, oh, it's cool. You know, it's cool. And they're like, no. <laughs> and, um, you know, they're like, uh, I was watching a cartoon with my son, Hey Arnold, if you remember that cartoon, Hey Arnold. Oh, yeah. And uh, the kid got saved. And every day he was at Arnold's house, like, can I make you breakfast? Can I, like, he was so <laughs> indebted to him. He was so like, he wanted to give him his life to like, you saved my life. I want to give you my life back as a repayment and that's yes. how i think about it in christ like man he, he saved our lives we should be like what can i do for you jesus how can i serve you today how can i love in you today how can i you know and um but yeah that was that was my part on that um so yeah that is how we can that was build a good with them. yeah good what stuff. is what's your desire in god and um how can people live that desire so like what not just what are your desires but like what is your desire in your relationship with God and for mm-hmm. people who 
are building a relationship with God, how can they also attain that desire in God and like, you know, live that out? Because I hear a lot of people talk about it. Um, there's mm-hmm. someone I know who often says, <laughs> who often says, um, I just want to, I just want to, uh, what is it? The will, the will of God. When people say they want to, they, I just want the will of God. You know, I just want the will mm-hmm. of God. And yeah. that is a desire. Mm-hmm. And one day I said, well, did you ask him what it was for you? Wow. And they were like, yeah. no. <laughs> mm. I'm like, how do you even know? You know, like, how do you know what you want? Like, how do you don't just say it because it sounds good. So practically, right. um, you know, um, God, one thing I love about God, we're made in his image and his likeness image, meaning physically and likeness um character heart and all these things so in um jeremiah 29 11 everyone knows that famous scripture for i know mm-hmm. the plans that i think towards you says the lord uh, plans of good and not evil to give you a future and a hope some say an expected end depending on what version it is but one day the lord told me read go up like read the whole story from number one and the children of israel were held captive because of their disobedience and they were prisoners in a foreign land And God in his mercy and his grace and his love for his children said to them, hey, um, plant vineyards, uh, marry, make children, do all these things. Why? Because these plans that you have in your heart will already in my heart. So the Mm. plans that we have, sometimes we think it's our own desire. We think it's our own decision. And God is like, no, sweetheart, I I already planned this for you. And I'm giving Mm. you my heart. That's why you have this desire. That's why he said, for I know the plans that I have towards you, plans of good and plans of evil, because the plans for the people to prosper, to have good and not evil were already in his heart. And he gave it to them in their heart. So he's like, do it. Cause mm. you know, start that business. Cause that's what I always plan for you to do anyway. You know, go go right. get married and and go go do the go minister because this plan was always in my heart. So your plan was is really my plan, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, you go go execute the plan, but just give me the glory. So yeah, that's, that's a little good. tidbit on desire. So what what's your desire in God, and how can people live that? Uh, so you mean specifically or just like in general? Um, I, yeah, general, you you can, you can do a little bit of both, however you feel. Okay. So, um, my desire, uh, really is to fulfill God's purpose for my life. And I, mm. I don't want to live for myself right. on my own pleasures, my own, you know, notoriety for people to look and clap at me I honestly just want God's purpose to be fulfilled and I want to be able to get um, to the father and him look at me and say well done well done you know and that that truly is my desire I don't want um, to be to do everything that I desire for everyone else as I said to to clap and applaud but yet God is not pleased with it. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I just, I really want uh, whatever, that whatever purpose that God has for my life, for me to walk in that confidently, mm-hmm. boldly. Um, and yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty much, um, I'm trying to think of anything else I could say. Um, 
yeah that's it i don't have anything to add to that (laughs) (laughs) no that's that's good that's good and for someone who's looking to build a relationship with god how how would someone be able to live out or or to live that desire like how would um where could they start um i would say ask the holy spirit for help Mm -hmm. um that's number one Mm -hmm. um because um he's the one that's going to reveal what it is that he wants you to do and to say and to go um and if you ask him for help then he will guide you and lead you and direct you um so the first step to fulfilling whatever the desire is that god has is asking the holy spirit lord god um, guide me, show me what it is that you desire for me so that I can live that out. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. I love that. Add to that. Okay. <laughs> Last question. And uh, then we're going to wrap it up. So are you ashamed of, uh, the gospel of Christ? Why or why not? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> um, but I believe um, that I love the scripture and we know it's always used Romans uh, 116 for mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for yeah. salvation to everyone who believes. And I really stand by that. Um, but in the same token, I always try to <laughs> I always ask the Holy Spirit to make me humble because I don't want to be like Peter. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> Peter was like, Lord, I'm never to die you. I'll never mm-hmm. leave you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, you know, Jesus had to humble him a little bit, let him see, mm-hmm. hey, without me, you can do nothing, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, at the same token, um, I would say I love how Paul said, I'm, um, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Um, but using the Peter example, I always want to ask the Holy Spirit to help me and empower me so that I'm not ashamed of the gospel um, when it gets hard to live it out, when it gets inconvenient, when it gets, um, you know, when it gets difficult to do so that I can, by the power of the Holy Spirit, not be ashamed. Because it's easy for me to say like, oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not ashamed. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I always pray for um, the Holy Spirit to empower me to do that as well. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. Um, and, and that's, he, he's our help. <laughs> that's why he yeah. was sent here to help us. Um, because, you know, naturally, um, none of us like to be rejected. No one does. Um, you know, no one wants to hear no or, or anything like that when we want to share. And sometimes we're so excited about Christ and someone, uh, you know, who may be blinded or just, they just, they just don't know. They're like, oh, I'm good. And, and you're like, man, but like, I have this life, you know, like blue pill or red pill. Come on, man. Like it's right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and, and I've, and I've had that as well, but I, and like you said, I had to ask the Holy Spirit and I had to pray, Lord, help me to be bolder because yeah. I, I never want to hoard Christianity. I never mm-hmm. want to be like, well, I'm saved. I don't know about you. You know, well, I'm, I'm going to make it. <laughs> I don't know about you. Yeah. And, there was times I had that haughty attitude and I had to be like, okay, Kenya, this is not what it's about. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's about, first of all, we're ambassadors of Christ. I mean, we're to spread the gospel, you know, take it to all the ends of the earth as whatever 
journey the Lord has us on, even if it's just in your family or your community, or maybe it is to preach to nations or whatever, asking mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, like you said, and um, asking for boldness, asking for compassion for the lost. Because yeah. at times, believers, at times, not all the time, can can grow to be uh, insensitive. Mm. sometimes we are desensitized to people's issues you know a homeless person or um someone who's down and out or or addicted to maybe um um, a a drug or or something of that manner and we're looking down on them but by god's grace that's not us you know by by god's grace that that could be us and a a friend of mine said that she used to look at people like hmm look at that one look at that one and God checked her one day and was like only by my grace that's not you walking the street yeah and she was like whoa and from that moment on she never really judged someone again so you know sometimes you know our life experiences can color our views Mm -hmm. and our perspectives and you know we're not healed uh from certain things and you know, we may have our preference. There's so many things, so many avenues, but, you know, Lord, give me your heart. Um, yeah. You know, um, and and I was just telling a friend yesterday because she was like, you know, my main prayer is that I have a heart like Jesus. And I said, remember, girl, what the word says. You, you can share in the glory, but uh, not glory, but you can share in the blessings, but you also have to share in the sufferings. Mm, yeah, <laughs> you know, they don't like that part. <laughs> no, no, you also have to share in that part. So, you know, but but as it says in James as well, five, you know, we, we count it all joy because we're being perfected. It's not easy um, to go to go through these things. But yeah, asking for the heart of God, asking for boldness, asking for compassion for the lost, because we were once lost. We were not born saved. We we're born into sin. Um, yes. Asking God to open up our eyes, leading us, guiding us. Lord, where? You know, as we go out and do our daily duties, gas station, supermarket, uh, TJ Maxx, whatever. Lord, is there someone today that you want me to talk to is, you know, that I can just say, God bless you, a compliment to smile at, you know, be Mm -hmm. nice to what if someone's just having a super rough day and they just need a smile. They they just need a nice customer, (laughs) you know, like they just had bad customers all day and you, you just come and you're like, Hey, you know, I I love that shirt you're wearing. Look cute. I love giving compliments because it, it just brightens someone's day. Like someone who's just mean faced. They're like, oh, yeah. thanks. You know, like, oh, I like your nails, <laughs> or girl, or, you know, oh, something. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, Jay, if you could just say a quick prayer for the listener. Yeah. And then we're out of here. All right. This has been awesome. Thank you. Thank you. This this has been fun. Uh, thank you all for listening um, after Jay Lee Praise, which is going to go. So thank you guys again for coming, listening. Make sure to share this with your friends and family. The unlikeliest person that you were like, this person will never listen. Send it to them. <laughs> <laughs> share yes. it with them. Um, even those Jay Lee and I, we still are growing and building our relationship with God every day. Um, so this is for mm-hmm. us too. Um, and just... Thank you guys and uh, make sure you like it. Make sure you share it. Make sure you subscribe for more content from God's heart, from his mind to hear what he has to say. So go ahead and pray, Jaylee. And thank you, Jaylee, for coming on and being my special guest. You are my special friend. And I oh, love yes. you. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you for having me. You're quite this has welcome. been awesome. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, girl. All right. Father God, we just um, 
we come before you, Lord God, and uh, first and foremost, Lord, we just want to ask that you would cleanse us and wash us clean, Lord God, before we come before your throne. Um, and we just, we pray for uh, anyone that is listening to this podcast out there um, that has heard something here today that has struck a chord in their heart, Lord God. And we just ask, Lord, um, that you would just uh, begin to uh, sprout that seed, Lord God, that has been planted, Lord God, that you would um, continue to uh, shape them and mold them and, and guide them and lead them, Lord God, in whatever way and purpose that you have for them, Lord God. And we just ask, Lord, that they would be able to be bold, Lord God. Perhaps today they heard about being bold or not being shamed of the gospel and they're like how can I do that and Lord I just I ask Lord God that you would move upon their heart Holy Spirit that they would be able to be bold and unashamed and be able to speak your truth without um, fear Lord God or rejection Lord God and I just pray Lord God for uh, those that are listening and and you know uh, Kenny was talking about intimacy intimacy lord god and maybe they're like what is that i don't i don't i don't have intimacy with god and i just pray lord god that um you would just root them in you lord god and 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 just show them lord god that you are concerned even about the little things in their life the things that you know they think is not that important that you you see them as important lord god and you see them as things that um that um, that are important, Lord God. And I just ask that you would, um, bless everyone listening to this, give them your peace, Lord God, um, give them your joy, Lord God, and let them know that you are with them. Um, and that everything that was spoken here today, Lord God, if it struck anything inside of them, that you would, uh, you would just confirm it all through the rest of this week and beyond, Lord God, that you would send people um, that would just confirm everything that was spoken here today. Um, I pray for Kenya, Lord God, and I pray, Lord God, that you would continue to grow this podcast, Lord God, um, that uh, people would just start pouring in, Lord God, and that you would use her to be a powerful uh, voice, Lord God, to women. And that they would hear these words and just feel so encouraged and so um, blessed by them. And that uh, you will continue to give her your words. You will continue to put them in her mouth so that she can speak um, the words that you put in her mouth unashamedly and also boldly, Lord God. I thank you for her life. I thank you for everyone listening. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Ooh, amen, girl. That was a very refreshing prayer. I just oh, feel like I just drank cool water on a warm day. <laughs> amen. I love oh, that. Man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you again. Um, so I hope you guys were blessed. I know I was and am. And until the next episode, mwah. blessings. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>